Boy, I'm very fired up about this next guest. Very fired up that this office in New Orleans is being taken seriously. Ed Michelle has been the interim inspector general with the city of New Orleans. He is now the full-time inspector general for the city of New Orleans. He joins us live on the program. Ed, a pleasure. How are you? Corey, it's a, it's a pleasure to join you to discuss the initiatives we have going on. we, we, we got a lot of good stuff going on here at the Office of Inspector. Well, you know, I, I, I'm a native New Orleanian. I often say it's a broken city. Um, Office of Inspector General, really of vital importance for a city of New, like New Orleans, isn't it? So in a city that, that maintains an effective operating budget of $600 million a year with over $5 billion in assets, it's, it's critical to ensure that, that we are good stewards with the limited resources that we have. And, and we have to do our, a good job of mitigating fraud, waste, and abuse wherever we can. It's, it's, it's absolutely critical. You guys are what, like an apolitical group that scrutinizes taxpayer money, where the city's spending the money, city contracts, uh, making sure the money's being spent effectively, efficiently, and occasionally even criminal behavior will pop up where you have to maybe bring in the feds or something. But that's pretty much it, right? Scrutin- uh, you seeing where the money's going, balancing the checkbook in a way, like seeing, not balancing the checkbook, but seeing if it is balanced. Yes, that's correct. We, we have to mitigate um, fraud, waste, and abuse wherever we can. We, we are expanding a great deal into public corruption. Um, you know, for instance, um, recently we've, we've combined our resources effectively because, you know, we have limited resources. So for us to be effective, we have to combine those limited resources with our local, state, and federal partners. Um, some some of the recent examples of, of our successes are is uh, um, on August 11th, the, the chief mechanical inspector for the city of New Orleans, Brian Metis, pled guilty um, to carrying on unlawful activity and ex- accepting bribes um, from James Muhammad, who just happened to be the director of the Department of Inspections and Code Enforcement for the city of Kenner. Um, and uh, on November 3rd, of course, I, I know most of you have heard, but um, Irwin Mayfield and Ronald Markham were sentenced to 18 months of imprisonment for defrauding the New Orleans Public Library. And most recently, on uh, this December 13th, James Muhammad, um, the, the director of inspection and code enforcement uh, for Kenner, was charged with conspiracy and, and tax fraud as a result of an investigation that we worked jointly with the FBI. So we are, we are off to a, um, a very good start of holding people accountable for their behavior. You kind of seem to hit the road running when you got the interim label, like it wasn't, hey, let me just keep the ship afloat until the real guy comes on board. You, you, you grabbed the bull by the horns and ran with it with the interim label like there was no interim, and now there isn't. Well, I mean, I, I took the stance of um, if I'm here, I'm going to do the job, and I'm going to do it effectively. And, and honestly, I mean, I, I have very good personnel um, who were already here, doing the job i just empowered them and gave them the ability to do their job well and i coordinated our resources with our external stakeholders at the federal local and state level and once we did that we were we were off to a grand start 
This may not be popular with homeowners. I'm a homeowner. I take advantage of homestead exemption. I live at my house. I just, my opinion, I think it's silly. I don't know why there is a homestead exemption. I don't, I don't get it. But whatever, that's the law. Um, you've been investigating New Orleans homestead exemption, and apparently some dead people are taking advantage of homestead exemption. How does that work, Ed? How do dead people take advantage of it? I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm trying not to laugh. I am laughing. Sure. I mean, so so the the homestead exemption is there. I mean, it's established under Louisiana House Bill yep. five forty six. You know, it, it it gives individuals who are a certain age the ability to have a um a tax freeze. Um, and and this is this is actually a crime. It's punishable by a fine of uh, up to five hundred dollars and six months in imprisonment. So we we received some anonymous tips. Um, through our website, and 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 that's one thing I wanted to, to mention. If anybody wants to report tips anonymously to us, they can do so on our um, our website, and we also have a Twitter, and we're also active on Facebook. So we we received several tips that um, several individuals um, were receiving the homestead exemption, or several properties rather were receiving the homestead exemption, and that those in, individuals were in fact deceased. And so we, we started to do some in investigation, um, and we did indeed de determine that, um, you know, the three residences which were um, mentioned in this anonymous tip, um, the owners had been deceased for some time. In, 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 in two of the cases, the owners uh, were deceased um, since, I believe, 2011. Wow. A decade of taking advantage of $75,000 less in taxes paid on your house. And if some of these old assessments are true, it could be no taxes at all, potentially. And obviously someone's paying that indirectly. People that pay or, you know, are paying higher taxes somewhere else. I mean, the money comes from somewhere when folks take advantage. Sure. Just to give you a quick example, just of these three properties. So, in in one instance, um, one property was being levied um, a, a tax rate of uh, seven hundred dollars a year. Wow! And after the reassessment, um, the uh, the reassessment price of the current value of the residence it uh, it went from seven hundred thirteen dollars to six thousand three hundred thirty six dollars what the real assessment should have been yes wow yes. that's amazing so, that's thousands it, of dollars in one example in one year so yes so just on that one example alone the 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 city and the state was due an, an, an additional 22,000 because by law um the city and the state can can go back three years so just just on that one property um we, we received an additional twenty two thousand dollars in in taxes and um, on the other property, an, an, an additional eight thousand, and on the third property, an additional twenty thousand. So just on these three alone, the city received an additional. Um, the city and the state received an, an additional forty-eight thousand dollars. And and keep in mind that's um, in perpetuity going forward. Right. That this amount of tax is going to be paid. And 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 since then, Corey, we've we've uncovered. Um, probably another 15 homeowners um, 
where the properties are enjoying um, a tax exemption and a homestead exemption and a tax freeze, and those individuals have also been deceased, um, some of them um, as far back as 2010. Wow. No, I'm sure you're just hitting the tip of the iceberg. Ed Michelle's with us, the IG for the city in New Orleans. You know, Ed, sometimes it's a, it's a catch-22. I'm like you. As a radio TV host, as a native New Orleanian, I want to see this city reach its potential, compete with Austin and Nashville and do its best. Um, and, and it's hard sometimes that we don't. But also the catch-22 part is for a talk radio and TV host, always have topics as IG for the city of New Orleans, take-home vehicle, fuel card, city credit cards. I mean, I'm just off the top of my head. Is it endless for you, like, as far as our audits and investigations for the city of New Orleans? It seems like there's so many entities, and some can float bonds and even uh, raise taxes and quasi-governmental entities. There's so much that it seems like you can investigate or audit. Am I right? It's almost endless. It, it, um, we need more people. So this, this year... Um, I will begin an aggressive hiring campaign, but you know, just just off the top of my head. So we we have several ongoing inspections and and audits. So, for instance, we are conducting um, an inspection of the firefighters' pension fund. So, you know, the firefighters put their lives on the line to keep us safe, and ensuring that their pension fund is operated consistently with best practices is you know i believe the least that we can do yeah um we we will be releasing a report on the firefighters pension fund with with findings in 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 the next two to three months we um we just recently released a competitive bidding report um you know and and as i said before the city doesn't have unlimited resources so we have to make sure that we're good stewards of the resources that yeah, we actually no, have no doubt and 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 we're we're going to also be releasing a report on um nola 311 potholes to determine if the city you know properly and timely resolves the complaints you know no, excellent re- excellent regarding you know the reporting of potholes hey ed and, real quick i'm really up against it as far as the break what's the website for the office of inspector general www.nolaoig.gov Office of uh, NOLAOIG.gov? Yes. NOLAOIG.gov. Ed, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. Let's do it in a few weeks, maybe mid-January, when you release some new reports. Yes, sir. Ed, I'm, thank you very much. Available. Thank you, Corn. That's Ed Michelle, Inspector General, City of New Orleans. NOLAOIG.gov is the website.